Paragazayan Mishnah Hay. Mishnah presents another case of a nether that wife makes that the husband signs off on and discusses the question of at what point this would become an undue hardship that would be grounds for divorce and she would be awarded her ksuba. The Mishnah states, Amadir is ishto if husband signed off on his wife's nether and she made a vow saying, I can't visit a house of mourning or a house of rejoicing. You know, kind of, you know, simcha, wedding, etc. So she again made the net there, and the husband ratified it. And just like in the previous mission of the cases where she connected the net there with something that you know, gives him power of the net there. She, for example, said, you know, if I violate the net there, then it's uh, forbidden for me to have a certain food for my husband. So that gives him authority of the net there. And thus the buck ultimately stops with him. He has control whether the nether should go through or not. So if he decided to approve of this nether that prevents her from doing a shiva call or from going to simcha, yotzi v'yitank suba. That is, grounds for divorce. Because in preventing her from being able to engage with such events, he locks the door in front of her. It takes away something basic from her. Of course, to be able to rejoice with friends and family, taking that away is going to have a, a severe detrimental effect. And being able to grieve with others, especially because if she's unable to visit other mourners, then who will come to her Beisavl? When she passes away, people will be less likely to mourn her passing if she didn't show any concern to comfort other grieving people in her lifetime. So such an other would be grounds for divorce. However, the Mishnah says, mm-hmm. The husband is able to present a legitimate explanation for forbidding her from going to the aforementioned events. It is, uh, he shows evidence that there are indecent people there. If she were allowed to attend these events, and this could lead to very indecent behavior, Rashai, that could be a justification for allowing the nether to go through. But you're presumably only for as long as the uh, aforementioned concern is relevant. The mission makes another point, which is if we're talking about any of the examples of the Dharma that we had over these Mishnayos, where you know, the husband has control and he decides to approve of the nether, which creates a hardship for her, in which case we say she has the right to demand a divorce. The Mishnah clarifies Amr Law. Let's say she made one of these nidaram. She asked him to annul it, which again, he has the power to do. He says, I agree to do so, almanas, on condition, that you tell so-and-so something you told me, something that she would be embarrassed to relate to another person. Or something I said to you that's of a sensitive nature, that again, she would be embarrassed to relate. Or or he tells her a condition, you go and do some useless work, pour some water into a garbage dump, an embarrassing thing that she strongly not want to do. Allah is, this doesn't count as a genuine willingness to annul the nether. It's as if he's refusing to do so, where he you know, makes his agreement contingent on her doing something that's embarrassing. And thus, Yotzevi thinks Suba. We would simply rule that, okay, she has grounds for divorce, she can demand that he divorce him, because uh, there's this nether here that's going to pose a hardship on her, and he's refusing to annul it. 
So for that, she would have the right to demand that he divorce her.